Welcome to the Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic concerns the parallel maintaining your wealth has with maintaining your health. A peer-reviewed study published this month in the British medical journal The Lancet ranks 195 countries on the basis of diet-related deaths. Israel, France, Spain, and Japan topped the list. Uzbekistan and Afghanistan were at the bottom, and the U.S. ranked number 43 after Rwanda and Nigeria, which is to say, America's great wealth does not buy at a commensurate level of health. The study's author, Dr. Christopher Murray, the director of the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington, had this to say, quote, This study affirms what many have thought for several years, that poor diet is responsible for more deaths than any other risk factor in the world, end quote. That may be the understatement of the year, unless by use of the word several, Dr. Murray meant to say several thousand. The Greek physicians Hippocrates and Galen both emphasized the role of diet in health and well-being, and I doubt the idea originated with them. What constitutes a healthy diet is a matter of controversy to this day, which I will not enter into. But if you accept the premise, as most people throughout history have done, that apart from genetic and environmental factors such as being hit by a truck, diet most influences health outcomes, then I think we have reason to ask whether a proper portfolio influences wealth outcomes. The Lancet study looks at diet, but let's consider exercise too for a moment. Exercise is physical exertion meant to sustain or improve health. Its investment equivalent, then, is saving money. We naturally prefer to pamper ourselves rather than break a sweat, but exercising financial restraint is an important part of investment success. Back to diet. The Lancet study suggests that excess consumption of unhealthy foods and insufficient consumption of healthy ones is the root of our health problems. It observes that the largest shortfalls in optimal intake were seen for nuts and seeds, milk, whole grains, and the largest excesses were seen for sugar-sweetened beverages, processed meat, and sodium. The unstated assumption here is that people need to allocate their eating across a variety of nutrition sources and not over-concentrate. In this vein, I would suggest that investors need equities, but they shouldn't allow home bias to cause them to over-concentrate in U.S. stocks alone. A second implicit idea of the study is that investors should gravitate toward healthy foods and limit unhealthy ones. For example, the world ate just 12% of the recommended amount of nuts and seeds, but drank around 10 times the recommended amount of sugar-sweetened beverages. I think investors vary as to what gives them a sugar high. For some, it is tech stocks. For others, IPOs. For still others, it is gold. But going whole hog into the meat of equity investing can mean foregoing needed small doses of healthy investments. Just as investors differ in what constitutes their meat and potatoes, for some it is aggressive stocks, for others defensive gold, their individual circumstances will dictate what their portfolio legumes are. But they will likely take the form of hedges on their primary investments, be they REITs, cash, or a deferred income annuity. My parting advice to you is to question whatever it is you most hanker for in your portfolio. It may be the very best investment, with best in quotes, as if there were such a thing. Even Apple stock can be less than ideal at certain times, as we saw in the fourth quarter. Everything in moderation. I vividly, actually chillingly, recall an article I read in my local newspaper some 20 years ago, when my first child was an infant. It told the story of parents with a very bright boy who did very well in school. They wanted to encourage this, 
and they were thrilled that he enjoyed tuna, which had a reputation as being a brain food. Ambitious for their child's success, they sent him to school with a tuna sandwich every day. He did very well on his tests until at some point he started doing very poorly and seemed not to be himself. The parents took him to the doctor who confirmed that mercury poisoning had caused permanent brain damage, including memory loss. Just like a balanced diet is the likeliest to prevent health problems, a portfolio that is balanced between the different risk groups of equity, property, and liquidity is likely to serve investors best. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. And make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.